Welcome to the TVA Podcast. Here's your host, Todd Van Allen. You go the other way. You go the other way. You lose your mind. Hello, folks, and welcome to episode 144. 144. Gross! That's a math joke for me. Of the TVA Podcast, this is... uh. Your weekly hour of rambling bullshit. This is uh, Tav and Alan here. Thank you, listeners, for uh, showing up. Darcy, how are you? Warm, Todd. Warm. Yes, it's a little warm today. You and I have come. You have come equipped for the weather. Yep. You're wearing a nice short pant. And meanwhile, our uh, guest today, uh, twice Gemini nominated. Am I got that I right? So. Twice Gemini nominated. That is correct. You are okay. So first of all, Tracy Hoyt, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Who you and I have come so ill-equipped. <laughs> for the weather. For the weather today. Because mm-hmm. you, I guess, are, were just like me, sitting here going, okay, yesterday was crappy, probably today will be the same. Mm-hmm. And, and it was for most of the day, but today was misty. It was misty it and was... it was hot. <laughs> <laughs> Play misty for me, would you? Would <laughs> and you? it was not a day mm. for leotards or a sweater. I know, I... I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. I know. It, it's a tarred day. <laughs> Do you make your legs look really good, though? And uh, not so much with the amount of hair that I have. <laughs> it really looks like someone's trying to like lie down on a carpet and then when, you know, when they oh, get up, yeah. and it's all that. That's it. So we've lost the listeners already. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, it's a pleasure to have you here. I'm sorry if I'm going to be sweating. I hope it doesn't short out the mic or anything like that. Um, we're good. Darcy is checking levels. Are we good? Oh, yeah. Keep going. We're fine. You're doing great. <laughs> I'm not, but you're doing great. I'm fantastic. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. It is really good. So how have you been? I've been well. Yeah? I've been really well. You had, you had an audition today? I had is an audition. You were saying? Yes. For, uh, first thing this morning, I auditioned for a... a Sort of a family channel slash BBC Worldwide kids mm-hmm. show, a recurring role. Nice. Which would be really a great summer treat. So, okay. yes, please is all I have to say about so, that. So, really? Yes, please. That would be great fun. To oh, do I thought that was like the line. No, 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 no. <laughs> I had, I had. That's been yes, my, that's my past three oh, voice no. gigs. I've been like, yes, please, double, double, please. <laughs> oh, no, not there. You know, oh, stuff like that. I know that's... you're not supposed to count, but I think I had nine lines. So, nine that was lines. pretty good for my audition scene. That's, that's a lot of opportunities. Do you get an actor credit for that? No, not no. for the audition. <laughs> <laughs> Someone asked me once if they get like actor credits for this. I went, "Are you serious for this podcast? <laughs> for this podcast? I love that." I'm like, "Oh my god! If we gave out the, the lineup, would be out the door of people mm. wanting to do this." But that's fine. <laughs> um, so I was I was going to say really right off the top. First of all, t- uh, twice nominated for Gemini's. Yes, and that was for the tournament for CBC, yes. and it was part. I was part of an ensemble, an amazing ensemble. We're going to talk about oh, he's that already... later because I okay. love that show. Excellent. Um, and what was the other one? They were both for the oh, tournament, they're both for, the, okay. for both seasons of the tournament. Really? Yes, which was really a great thrill. Yeah. What one? Um, what beat you uh, out? Corner this Gas. Is a... Corner Gas, the second year, and the first year it was This Hour. So, yeah, yeah so, I mean, all really amazing ensembles. So Absolutely. We felt, Absolutely. we really did feel honored to be nominated. I will say this, though. <laughs> I think This Hour is, is kind of off the boil right now, because like, I remember like when it was like fresh off the boat. Codco fresh guys, from Codco, you know, fresh yeah. from Codco, and like you would, you would sit down. Like we uh, remember when we had the referendum vote. Mm. So I can't put it there. <laughs> For people who didn't know, I moved the mic because I thought it was closer. And then Darcy promptly shuttled it away because <laughs> apparently I don't know anything. Um, we we uh, got together for the referendum, like when we almost kind of had Quebec say, tools. "Oh yeah," and uh, we, I had friends over, and we all had dessert. And then I said, hey, we're going to have pie and watch the uh, country get blown apart. Like, okay, let's do that. Let's make that happen. So wow. it didn't. It didn't. But they were very funny, as you would yeah, expect. Yeah, they were. I, I do miss the days of Mary Walsh. And, mm-hmm. and you know, it's, I, yeah. It's, but, you know, it serves a great purpose. It does. And, and I have a lot of friends who write on the show, so I have mm-hmm. to be really careful. And they're all Facebook friends, so I have to be really careful. <laughs> <laughs> it's really taking a downturn. I'm looking at you. <laughs> 
suddenly there's a whole flurry of activity on your wall today. <laughs> and that is not what we want. No. Um, so, okay, so you've been nominated twice for that. And then uh, I noticed uh, you also have a Wikipedia page. Yes, I Look do. At you. I don't know. You know, I have a feeling my Wikipedia page comes from my anime fans from 15 or 20 years uh-huh. ago because all the information on there seems to be about my animation work. And I have some real diehard fans mm-hmm. from when I did Sailor Moon and shows like that when all I was right. learning how to do voice work. And in fact, I have received uh, fan mail from prisoners who what? still recently <laughs> still want me to autograph things for them because of Sailor Moon. No. And I've chosen just to say, no, I'm good. I'm good. And, I, I like yeah. picturing prisoners watching Sailor Moon uh-huh. and like shiving a guy because he won't give him the clicker. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, the scariest, if I may share, the scariest Ooh, yeah. Sailor, Sailor Moon moment for me was we... We were actually paid to go to an anime conference here in Toronto. This was quite a long time ago. Okay. And there were, you know, nothing wrong with this, but there were women who were who were plump, who were <laughs> middle-aged, and were dressed in Sailor Moon costumes. And that really? was something I never thought I'd see. And my favorite part was we did a Q&A uh, after doing an autograph signing mm-hmm. session, and, and uh, there were these two kind of nerdy guys at the back of the room. It was a really Real, big room. Nerdy guys in an anime Yeah, hard convention. to imagine. Really? I know. Take yourself there. Imagine <laughs> it. And uh, roll- Kevin Connolly. That's you know that's how I'm going with that. But the, these people, I mean, I, they must have freeze framed the credits for you know to, to see what roles we played, and or, or we were just actually listed as an ensemble as you usually are in right. animation. And these guys, um, one of them raised their hand and said, "Question for Tracy, <laughs> question for Roland, Roland Parliament, and myself." Right. Okay, Tracy, did you play? <laughs> Janelle, the Russian ice dancer, in episode number three, season two. And he knows all the details. And I looked at Roland, and I I had this flashback of Roland teaching me how to do a really quick Russian dialect. And he goes, yeah, you played Janelle. I remember. I was was your guy's third year, or whatever. Whatever. Sergey. And I was... and, And the guy... I say, yes, I think that was us. I told you, man. I told you. <laughs> so he like had like had a, a bet with the other comic book store yes. owner? That and was, it was a, oh. just, like, these guys were about 14, 15 years old. Right. And it was, I, I thought, oh my gosh, these guys are really committed. Like, mm-hmm. I never even would have remembered doing the part. And they, they could recognize something in my voice from playing the five-year-old character to the Russian ice dancer. I don't know how they figured that out. But they <laughs> you know what? But the, there, was a, there was a great expose on... Um, uh, on the Simpsons that they did in, I think it was GQ magazine or Esquire or something like that. And uh, I remember they had like pictures of everyone and all the voices they did. So they did they all had, the characters like, they had, they like the ensemble. Yes. And then there was like, uh, they have Harry Shearer and then above Harry Shearer would be the picture, like the drawn pictures of like all the characters. Oh, that's spice. amazing. Harry Shearer plays tons. Yeah. Hank Azaria, bazillions. Oh, yeah. And then uh, what's her name? Lisa won, I think. I Yardley, think she's the only it, one. Is it Yardley? Yardley Smith. Yardley Smith. Yardley Smith. That's yeah, it. Yeah. She only does. She has Lisa. such a distinctive That's voice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's just her talking. That's a sad <laughs> bit. Like, how would you like to land that gig? It's just like, you're per- like, okay, myself, if someone says, okay, oh, you know what? You sound like that kind of, you know, old man, because I am. And just like, okay, this is the voice that we want to sell our popcorn. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. don't jazz it up or whatever. But if you come in, <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. That's it. And that's her regular speaking voice. That's right? regular and say, similarly, the woman who plays Bard, she really does talk like that all the time. Because really? I remember seeing her on a Tony Robbins uh, commercial years ago, and she was talking about finding the flow. And she, <laughs> you know, she sounded like Bard the whole time. And it was a little freaky to see her talking because, you know, she's right. a grown woman. <laughs> and the interviewer's like, okay, uh, you don't need to be on. What do you mean on? What are you talking about? <laughs> so I don't know how many parts she played, but... Um, 
Anyway, that, yeah, that ensemble is incredible. And they make a lot more money than we did on Sailor Moon, I'll tell you that much. Well, you're being paid in yen. That's part of the problem <laughs> right there. That's, um, so, yeah. what, so what is that So what is that like? So what is Because how many seasons do you do of that? That was like... Well, Sailor Moon was a, obviously a dubbing job. We dubbed it from Japanese to English, and this was probably... So they didn't write it in English? Oh, no. Well, oh. yes, they did. They, they had to transcribe <laughs> it, of course, but from what I get, from what I heard... Oh, be careful. They dragon behind you. There you were know. some serious rewrites, because yeah. in the original Japanese, it was things like, I should wear the miniskirt because my legs are longer. No, I should wear the miniskirt because my legs are more supple. And they would have to, like, that was the Japanese translation of this. And what's wrong with that on an entertainment (laughs) basis? I don't think there's anything. Well, they made it a little more wholesome. Get in here. Sailor Moon's talking about her legs again. (laughs) Well, I do remember I had a scene. I played Rini, a five-year-old child, who I think was Sailor Moon's daughter, who was time-traveling. And there was a scene where I actually farted in the bathtub. And I had to go, (laughs) as the bubbles were popped. And it was not bubbles that you know for cleaning it no. was my bubbles and that was a, some kind of weird freaky japanese thing so they love the fart humor uh-huh chris so farley it, did well <laughs> he did very well i learned it. so much i learned a lot it was it was character building for me working mm-hmm. on sailor moon so what so uh, like that sort of humor aside like what sort of did you do, did you take away from from like that and seeing seeing like because it is a completely different culture it I is spent 24 hours there i know what i'm did talking you? about well um, i didn't really learn a lot about japanese culture i learned how to scream really well okay. and do a lot of panting and running mm-hmm. yeah have you ever had sushi? That's quite nice. <laughs> I love sushi. It's a delicious snack. I had it yesterday. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> I learned I, I learned basically how to do voice work. I learned how to do animation mm-hmm. by doing that dubbing job. And it led to a lot of other dubbing jobs, which right. I did for many years. And um, yeah, I learned how to, to make really big choices and uh-huh. to, to perform without hurting my voice for right. three and four hours at a time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's a skill that I still need today. And uh, I don't dub anymore because, strangely enough, it's the hardest work in voice mm-hmm. for the least amount of money. Really? But don't get me started. It's a very strange Yeah, part God of our forbid business. we have you talking on a podcast. <laughs> you could just sit there in silence. <laughs> don't go into anything. No, I, but I'm with you on that because every time, because you and I have the same agent. Mm-hmm. Or do we do? Yes, we do. I just want to I've make had, sure that I've had the same agent for twenty years yes. in voice. Yes. Sandy, Sandy Sloan, Sloan. By the way, we uh, love her. Our uh, our inadvertent sponsor this week is Sandy Sloan. <laughs> we or we could do Second Cup if you like. I'm but her I think biggest Sandy fan. Sloan. I'm Sandy's biggest fan. And I am yours because <laughs> I wouldn't be with Sandy Sloan without you. We can get oh, into that story Dad. for a minute, but um, but no the the. Uh, Going going into the studio, she always sends me on these like whatever gig gets booked. Mm-hmm. She sends me in, and it's always something new. There's always something that's weird about it, and so I think <laughs> she waits for my emails afterwards to go. Well, what? Because I remember one day I forgot it was, it was just a standard one, and she sent me an email the next day. And went so how did it go? I didn't hear it from you. I'm like, oh, geez, sorry, no, everything was fine. It was so just she likes standard. having your feedback. From she the does like having the feedback, <laughs> and she she uh, the, the two that stand out. The one that I just made the most bread on was Kentucky Fried Chicken, mm-hmm. and I'm w- trying to work on this joke and and make it pay about how that's how my mom thought I was in show business. Because she's watching Young and the Restless Aww. one day, and Uncom's Taste Lives at KFC, and like that's the boy. Yay! <laughs> that's it. Yay! And so you know, and, I, and I'm not. I'm, I'm standing true to my word. I'm not doing a bit because uh, I'm just referring to it. That's it. We don't do bits on the show. <laughs> um, and so when I'm doing this, this is the first time. I'm sure you've done a lot of these where they run the commercial in front of you, and you do the voiceover yes, and you punch the things. Yeah. You're doing you're doing the picture and the voice, and it was the first time I've ever done that. And I went. Oh, You're so terrifying. a little bit of pee uh, right there. <laughs> so, okay. And because they don't know that I've never done it. Yeah. And you just have to pretend you've exactly. done it. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. As, uh, Todd, the TV's behind you. Right. Of course. Sorry. <laughs> I, of course. I just I enjoy your windows. Nice view. Um, so I, I do it. And I do the first time. And I'm like, I'm just 
saying to myself, just don't fuck up. Like, just <laughs> don't. Miss. And I got the timing perfectly first time. Great. And it was like, okay, timing was perfect. You're kind of out of character right now. I'm like, okay, no, that's cool. That's, you know, I was just, I was doing it for pacing. It's like, oh, understand that. Good idea. Good idea. Good, answer. Good thinking. Good answer. I'm like, okay. And so, uh, nail, like, I, I, we went through about eight, ten takes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the first time I had to, like, watch the animation and make sure, like, playing it back in my head, knowing, okay, this is the point I have to say this sentence mm-hmm. at that point so that when it glitters seventeen I'm saying <laughs> summer bucket sale, 20 pieces of chicken for seventeen ninety nine mm-hmm. shows up. So, because I, from doing that and nailing the Taste Lives at KFC, my, I'm not toot my own horn here, <laughs> but I just want to say, I nailed every syllable. As it came up, I there was Sweet. my voice, because I've seen them since, and they rush it. Oh, oh. Tasteless is KFC, and they're yeah. still waiting for the trailer. It's like bad dubbing. It's <laughs> well, like when they're off 30 can't seconds. They edit that? Like, they, can they an can. audio engineer take that and just stretch can you it? Place it somewhere else, yeah. Tasteless. <laughs> you can no. stretch without changing pitch. Right. I, I'd love to actually, now. just going, because it kind of picks up on what you're saying. In, when we did um, Sailor Moon, the technology for the dubbing was quite antiquated. It's called the Rhythmo Band technique. Sorry? Not to be confused with. A birth control method in the Catholic I, Church. I was gonna, I was, but it's called the Rhythmo Band method. Sounds like, sounds like something to be advertising on Mad Men. I know. You know? Or one of those exercise machines from the 50s. Rhythmo Band. Rhythmo Band. Get the, um, get the fat pregnant receptionist in here. She's got to try something. <laughs> it's a little hard to explain, except I'll try to. Uh, you, you, We would see on the, the screen in front of us the Japanese scene. So we would right. get a sense of the emotion and what's going on in the scene. Even though it was all... Right? And so, so and that watch. just means, hi, I'm yeah. Sailor Moon. That means, I should wear the skirt because my legs are longer. No, and so we watch it in Japanese, the sequence, and then it was almost like a little film strip from the 70s from when I was growing up. There'd be like a little, a little screen on the bottom, mm-hmm. and it was called... Um, Oh my gosh! It was called the rhythm band because there was it just looked like a black magic marker line, and instead of the the words coming from right to left like we read, they mm-hmm. came from left to right. So as the words went through the line, mm-hmm. that's when you had to speak because some poor person had the job of spacing it all out. Right. But literally, the way they wrote the words was how you had to deliver them. Oh, so, for fantastic. example, if Rini was running and out of breath, it was a pant 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 going through the line. Right. So oh. it's like. <laughs> Because <laughs> it was all matched to the mouth noise, and then you would do your battle cry, like yeah. "No, Sailor Moon" at the end. Um, so that's hilarious. You could only speak when the line was going when it when it was going through the actual rhythm band. The, and so, of course, some of these battle cries were so long that it was ridiculous. It was like "No." <laughs> <laughs> keep making sound because the voice the mouth was open so you you know there were these really rudimentary right. images with like Charlie Brown mouths you know there's okay, white by the open. way that's the episode photo we want right there <laughs> Charlie Brown it's mouth. just, it's just the, oh my god yeah that's what you need to see with, the, ba- with the bandana I can see your uvula first of all that's I know, awesome I know. That. that's fantastic <laughs> um that has got to be the weirdest thing. And like, it was surreal. And it was like a right brain, left brain thing. Actors, either you could either do it or you couldn't. And right. if you couldn't do it, bye-bye. And if you could, they, did, they didn't get rid of you. They would want right. you to work on every show because it was a really tw- terrible money, yeah. but great experience. I, have, I, I actually, I know I have an animation career because of dubbing. Mm-hmm. It's, I just won't do it again. Yeah, it, so that's an that's antiquated technology now? They don't do that Oh, anymore. now it's almost like karaoke where the words yeah, light up okay. and yeah. it's really high tech and it's, it's like beep. Beep, beep, and the words line. It, it's magical. The That's last what, series I did about six years ago had that. It yeah. was fantastic. It was so easy. It was so mm-hmm. easy. I, uh, when, when I was doing that dub thing for the Taste Lives of KFC, yes. that's my moneymaker. Um, 
They didn't have that. Because I've seen some commercials where they, you know, they'll, they'll run it across, and so you say it when you want to. Right. So I have like one eye on the TV, one mm-hmm. eye on the script, on the mm-hmm. podium in front of me, and that's just making me pee a little bit more. Yeah, that's and why you need to memorize the, the slogan at the absolutely. end. Absolutely. <laughs> Taste lives at where? Sorry? Popeyes. I'm wrong. What did I say? Um, the, other one, the other one that was really weird, speaking of... Um, just, just the, kind of that dissociation, mm-hmm. and like I was, when you saw the, said the TV things, I, re- I remember this. Uh, Sandy sent me on this one. She said, "Okay, watch out for this director." I said, "Why?" Don't name names. He's no, oh, no, 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 because <laughs> I can't remember him. Don't worry about okay. that. He's like, uh, he can be fiery. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, all mm-hmm. right. So you know, give him the business. That's you know, that's what I do. I call myself a professional. Step up. Let's do this. <laughs> so I go in, and I think it was at Deschamps. You ever been there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did I get that right? I always yeah, call Deschamps, it the wrong. Deschamps. I, I always call it the wrong place. Deschamps. I always think Deschamps. Deschamps. I think it's a little more Parisian. Just across nice. from the AGO, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great little studio. Yeah, that place. Who's I think the Des Champs. The Des, Des Champs. Champs. Yes, Des Champs. <laughs> Jam. That's you know that's the East York pronunciation. <laughs> I was I was going Parisian because it looks very Parisian. You walk in, there's some it's nice lovely. leather couches. They have some uh, audio book. Not audio books, but like, you know, Trade anything magazine. you ever want to know about uh, mixing design. boards. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> um, a nice fireplace. Yeah, it's beautiful. The reception is really nice. She's That's lovely. why I'm thinking it's Parisienne, not uh, Deschamps. Yeah. yeah it's otherwise, not Deschamps, it's Deschamps. Yeah. Because otherwise it'd be like wood paneling. <laughs> That's right. You know. It's a beautiful place. Boxes of Lord teed at the side. It is. It's a lovely it's a house. house. Yeah. So, um, and they always treat you well there. That's mm-hmm. what I find there. Most to all recording studios are just... So happy to have you there, mm-hmm. which is different from the audition. <laughs> they're like, Ugh, over there, you know. Yeah. Um, so, but when you when you land, they, they're just like, okay, so, so they're giving me the royal treatment as they do as day show, mm-hmm. and uh, they say, okay, they're ready for you now. And I, it's a solo job, so I go, okay, fine. So go up, and uh, they show me to this room, and I'm ready for it because I've been to these things before, and I know like the clients can be on the other side yeah. of this glass, and there's no glass. Oh, you can't There's, see anyone. I can't see anyone. They have that's, a closed circuit oh, TV. Oh, yeah, that's bizarre. And I know the room. I know exactly the studio you're not talking even, about. Not a small even a good studio. D- yeah, that's... Yeah, teeny. Yeah. Yeah. It's about the size of the stage we're sitting yeah, on right now. Yeah, it's really intimate. And, <laughs> and, the, and the TV screen is about the size of half this napkin. Yeah. And so, so okay, those are the guys. Uh, you'll be getting your direction through the cans. I'm like, okay, cans are headsets, by the way, folks, just letting <laughs> you know. Uh, and it was for... I can't even remember what it was for. Something out west, I think it was like Globe Mail or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I was that guy. I was the voice of Globe Mail. And um, congratulations! Oh, thank you, boy. thank you. Well, you know, we can't all do anime. <laughs> you know, I don't want to tell you how to run your life. You know, your career there. But uh, if you can sell newspapers in Vancouver, hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was weird. I couldn't even make them out on the TV. Yeah. So all I'm doing is just I'm listening to it, going, ah, okay, whatever. Yeah, I like the ones where the director's in LA and you're right. in Toronto, or your your scene partner is in. New York and mm-hmm. your director's in another city and you're like I, I wow. kind of love that about it I right. love the anonymity of it right. that we're all creating that thing from different places sometimes just in the building mm-hmm. it is a little strange though because I love I love the, the directors that come in the studio with the talent and right. like, they're right there with you that's a rare they do that at Eggplant they do yeah. they do and they also do it at Pirate Toronto and uh, it's a great it's, a, it's hard to, it, you feel spoiled you know mm-hmm. when you go somewhere else because it's great to have that support from the director have you done uh, have you done Eggplant Oh yeah, I've done lots there? of stuff for them. Love that yeah. stuff. They're so laid back. They're really great people. You know, do you find like you know what the flavor of the commercial is going to be by the studio is going to be in? 
Uh, not necessarily. It's, I mean, well, <laughs> like this it, lobby looks Tex-Mex. Uh, I, <laughs> no, there's there's a there's a feeling like like when I, when I go to Deschamps, I I, I always kind of feels like a little bit kind of upscale, a little more corporate, a little more, yeah, yeah, more like that. Uh, when I go to Eggplant, it's very laid back. Yeah. Those guys are just like they should be walking around in bare feet and smoking reefer. Yeah, I said reefer. They design um, a lot of music there. It's very cool yeah. vibe in there. Yeah. Um, Great and, design and carpeting as well. <laughs> Are you trying to get booked? Is no, that <laughs> I just love being there because yeah. you know when we're waiting on client approval. It's a nice place right. to hang out. It it's is great. actually. It is. Um, but I know what you're saying. Like, like you go to Pirate and Pirate, you're generally going to be working on a comic script, mm-hmm. you know, or character-driven script. Right. So I guess you're right. They'll there surprise is... me next time. Colon cancer. Yeah. Well, they oh, do a lot of PSAs that? there too. They do. They they have a nice mix of stuff. But yeah, I know what you're saying. There's right. there there is a definite feeling you get in mm-hmm. certain studios. Um, and without you know, I don't know if you know the book, The Architecture of Happiness. Um, no. Now he's, I believe I'm he's got a French name, but I think he's British. Deschamps? Um, Bouton, Alain de Bouton. I think it's Alain de Bouton. <laughs> I'm just making that what up. What is, okay. I just like to say <laughs> I was gonna French say names. It's, it I was think it's <laughs> Alain, Alain de Bouton. I want to say, but, but I might just be making that le name Bouton, up. Le Bouton, I think Bouton. you mean. Bouton? Bouton's the button. <laughs> Alain Button. Anyway, right. anyway, I might be making up his name. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's a book about certain places make you more comfortable than others. For right. example, places for me with fluorescent lighting. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not going to do great work in that kind of room. But if mm-hmm. there's really nice soft lighting and, you know, it's. Uh, I don't know. You get a feeling. You feel more comfortable. Like mm-hmm. even certain neighborhoods you're in, you get a vibe. You get a. Yeah. I'm just trying to pick up on your little nugget of your little seed you planted there about they, well, here's a the feeling th- for a place. Here's you know? what I th- what I find. And I think this one does it more. It's more like the direction I know I'm going to get when I go into the place. Hmm. I think that's it. And I think it's like the style of director maybe yeah, it is that just happens sure. to house there. Because every time I go to MCS. I know what I'm going to do. It's okay, Todd, completely laid back. Don't even lift your eyebrows. You know, like just, if you could just like yawn, that will probably get, <laughs> perfect. I'm going to use that one. Do one for yourself. And uh, I just love those ones. Just, yeah. And I never get the gig. But My favorite ones at MCS uh, is when Kim Hurden will say, okay, so we all know it's not funny. And that's why you two are here. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah. what you get before the read. And I love that. Because oh, yeah. it's not cool for you as the talent to say, this isn't funny. But right. when, you're, when the woman directing you says it, it's like, right. okay, now we know where we are. Right. And it's our job to make it funny. Yes. And I like that. I like, <laughs> I like when you have that kind of shorthand uh-huh. with the director. There's a, what, what was the studio I was at? They said the exact same thing. Says, Todd, this is a piece of shit. Bring it. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. And he did say piece of shit. He was like, <laughs> Okay, the writer isn't in the room, is he? Oh, he's over there crying. He's that guy. Our, in the our agent Sandy is always very diplomatic. She'll say, yeah. "The creative, the creative is um, a challenge. It's a challenge, so that's why they want to see <laughs> yeah. you." Jude, Jude Foster, who works there as well. She's the other agent. She's, she's the other agent, and she holds no, like, no punch back. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. will hand Todd. This is crap. Go read it. What is it? It's fertilizer or something. I just get in the, the studio, magic. monkey boy. You know, <laughs> and so I get in the studio, monkey boy. And there's boy. a cardboard box. That was it. And that was Hello. it. That was it. Very, we got uh, we got Jimmy in here. He's cleaning up for the show. We got Derek Forgy coming up here. Oh, cool. uh, At eight thirty, he's going to be uh, hosting for me because I, I got taught a... Derek Forgy at Second City. Did you? Yes, I did. Oh, fantastic! And now he's doing so well. He's uh, he's at CTV. Is, isn't he at MTV Canada too? Yeah, he does. Stuff well, I think because some... CTV bought MTV yeah. Canada and much and all that. I don't know. He's how a very he, talented. I don't guy. know where he works. He's very funny. Very philanthropic. Yeah, very philanthropic. He is. Sorry about that, folks. We got uh, we got the furniture movie. Check, check cans, Darcy. See how that sounds. We're just, I have no idea how much. Okay, that's right. that's fine. <laughs> Continuing on. Um, no, so Derek's done really well. In fact, I can promo him right now. He's actually doing our uh, live two year anniversary show. Wow. If I may plug, folks, uh, 8.30, no, we'll go on 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock is going to be a fundraiser on July 9th. 
Uh, we'll be recording it live up here on uh, on stage at uh, McVeigh's, part of On the Pub. Comedy above the pub, on the pub. Why did I come up with that? We're above the pub. I We're think, above right? the pub. Well, we're also Always on it, technically. There's a pub. This is centered on top. Anyway, I'm rambling. <laughs> uh, Derek Forge is going to be here. Uh, Carolyn Bennett. Oh, excellent. And a uh, longtime fan of the podcast. Uh, always a treat to have him, Dave Patterson. We'll be back. Oh, very I'm not sure if he's a longtime fan. <laughs> well, he doesn't listen to it, but other people listen to him, and that's the point. That's, you know, you get the people who are going li- to I don't he's care. He's been if he on listens. a lot. He's been on a lot. Mm. Way too much, actually. You know what? We should cut him. Uh, what are you doing July 9th? Um, <laughs> she says, eyeing the door right now. That's, I got to go. I got eggs. I got to get home. Um, <laughs> I can't think that far ahead. I really? know what I'm doing on July 6th. What is July 6th? I'm, I'm producing someone's voice reel that night. Are you serious? <laughs> Yes, I am. Anyone we know? Um, Can you say? He's, uh, his name is Mark Trafford. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's from Montreal. He was a radio guy. He's been doing voiceover for 30 years. Right. He actually played a bartender on the tournament. There's a little trivia for Oh, you. nice. And, so that's um, how you know him. Okay. He, uh, I, actually, yeah, he's, he, I've done a couple gigs with him, mm-hmm. a pirate, and um, he wants to refresh his reel, so I'm going right. to help him do that. So. And he is in good hands, if oh, I may. Oh, thank you. He is oh, in there's good a hands. segue. There is a segue. <laughs> Your voice real time. Why, as a matter of fact, uh, this this is how lame and stupid I am. Because uh, first of all, everyone who knows me knows I'm just stumbling through all this shit. You know, I have no idea because every day I feel most people feel that way. I've always described it as uh, like dealing with Actra and the voice work and going into the studios and stuff. I I feel like the guy who's carrying one too many pints through the crowded bar. Like you know, like uh, normally most people can do three. I could take four. I can take one, three for my friend. No, I'm just I'm always feeling like that. and so, like, right from the get-go, when, like, I'm trying to sign up for your course at Pirate. Yes. Yes, we'll get into that in a second. So when I did mine, I think the dates got moved, like, what, three, four times I, or something like that? I couldn't or fill something the class. Like it, right. was, it was my, f- I started teaching in February of 07, right. so a couple of years ago. And I, w- I, we had no advertising at that point. It was right. just word of mouth. And a lot of people had registered. Mm-hmm. Um, but I couldn't fill that first class. And... Um, and so I, ca- I think I had to keep emailing you saying, I'm so sorry. I know you're keen to take it, but I'm yeah. sorry. And I think I had to contact you three separate times right, exactly. over a series of months. And finally, I felt so bad that I said, <laughs> can I do a private coaching with you? Because yeah. you're obviously very keen. Yeah. And that was the smartest thing I did because I'm not kidding. And I'm not just saying this to kiss the ass because I'm on your show. Because um, <laughs> many do. You but know, I true should... as, as I said to Sandy, and that's why you're now represented by her, I think partially because of my help. Um <laughs> When I check is in did, the mail, we did a couple of dialogue spots together, and I truly felt like I was working with someone I'd worked with for twenty years. We just had this chemistry, mm-hmm. and we had this great um, rapport in the studio, and you, you just knew what you were doing. You had great instincts, and I'm mm-hmm. so proud of you. I'm so proud of what you've done. It's like you're the red I'd like it's to thank wonderful. the Academy. It's wonderful. For this. So that's why you had him on. Um when you guys were he filmed was, the well, breakfast television? Well, he's my hero student. Right. Yes, when we did, we did a breakfast television, we did four segments mm-hmm. back in January of 08. Right. And, um, and I still have people registering from that, Todd. Mm-hmm. It's a still. year and a half oh, ago. Oh, I know. Yeah. I can't believe it. Wow. Well, it's good that I now know it's a year and a half ago because I still haven't put up that video. I <laughs> Dave Patterson recorded <laughs> oh it for gosh. me. And I've got to put it up on YouTube. There's like 85 videos that are just sitting there going, Oh, wow. I've got to upload. And, on their, uh, we have online registration forms now. Not mm-hmm. online, online. Online? Um, <laughs> got to stand says, in the yard and do that? How did you find Is out that? about Pirate Voice? Actually, it's on our survey. I lie. It's on our survey at the end of the class. And Your story's still, really shaky here. Still, mm-hmm. I'd say three out of five people. Oh, I saw this really cool segment on Breakfast Television. No right. way. So that's the power of yeah. morning television. I love that. I, I still, love it. I still run into it where people will say like, 
I saw you on breakfast, or like they say, I saw you on something, and it, well, trace back is like, okay, I haven't got a comedy now, I haven't done this, yeah. I don't know what you would do. You might, and I go over the, the voice angles, like, mm-hmm. have you bought chicken in the past year and a half? <laughs> it's like, no, not that. So, like, okay, so was it breakfast television? <gasps> That's it. And I yeah. go, wow, okay. Yeah, uh, it was a very successful. It was a very early morning, but boy, did what? it work for us! So it thank was you for helping us out. We not be- a pro- It was worth getting up at four in the morning for. And <laughs> I, you did I, a spot with Jennifer Valentine. Boy, the girl did on I the go! You oh did yeah, it. she's and great. She was a natural. She was great. Absolutely. She was. Yeah, I couldn't believe her. <laughs> Just to be that, and she must. I'm. I don't know what she like. Eighteen coffees. Well, she's got. A, she must get up at three in the morning every day. She gets her hair and makeup done. Like if anyone mm-hmm. looks that good at four in the morning, like she, I'd be peppy too. I would, you know. <laughs> she, she says she did like a two-hour commute. Like she does like a two. Like she lives like wicked out of town. Oh, I thought she lived in the beach. Really? Yeah. I who am I thinking of? I think she lives in the beach. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I think one of the camera guys was was a commuter. Really? Yeah. But I don't know. I'm I, furrowing my brow. You. I, I only know. tell you this because my husband saw her in the schoolyard last week when the kids were coming back from Quebec City, <laughs> and her son was on the trip. So okay. she lives in the beach, my friend. Well, maybe she drives him to school. <laughs> Goes back to. That's what I'm saying. Because maybe the beaches in <laughs> beach school is better than what they have in Waterloo. I don't know. I wow. thought she commuted in. Um, shall we take a break? Yeah, let's do that. Let's get some water. Yeah, uh, sure. We will be back with uh, Tracy Hoyt back here on the TVA podcast after this. This is Marilla Wex telling you to continue to enjoy listening to the Todd Van Allen podcast. That, that was the voice I get paid for. Okay. Now do one for you. Right, you buggers. Um, don't turn it off because Todd's going to be funny in a minute, honestly. I promise. And we're back, listeners. Thanks for staying with us in episode 144. It's gross! I don't care if you guys don't like that joke. I fucking love it. It's a math joke. Uh, Darcy's here playing with his iPhone very professionally. Thank you very much. That's good for you to do. What are you doing? i just like to have an idea of how much time has gone by, too. I can tell you. Stopwatch right I can't here. see it. I can't 21 see it seconds. Here. So I got my own 24 seconds stopwatch. of you badgering me gold is what that is. Tracy Hoyt is with us. Hello. We sometimes do that, just so you know. That's we're you like, we're like a little married couple, <laughs> which would be gross if like, you saw us walking down the beach. I would say like Conan and Andy. Just so you're Conan like, and Andy. Yeah, Andy Rickler and Conan oh O'Brien. yeah, okay. you have your little thing you do. I'm not nearly that tall. <laughs> so at what point do I leave the show? <laughs> oh, but you're still here. Back. Oh, he's I back. apologize. He's back oh. now on the new oh, show. Wow. That's great. Thanks yeah. for bringing us all a beer. Um, <laughs> Darcy's portion of the podcast is brought to us by Keith's. Keith's, the beer for the selfish individual. Um, so I want to thank you, first of all, for uh, doing some nice bumpers for us. Oh, you're very And uh, doing the intro for the comedy show that we do. We're going to slide that into a nice little song. Sounded right. great. Thank you. I, it, it yeah. felt professional. Well, I am a professional. I, well, no, so not your should. side. Not your side. I felt, like, I felt like I'm onto something now. I'm just like, God, they're saying my name and shit. Yay. You know, that's just that's so fun. Um, but it reminded me of the demo because we were saying before the break, like you know, this. So you're going to record a demo. He is in great hands. Um, oh, thank you. Now, the fact that he's done it for a while will tell me that he doesn't not like trip over things when he's doing stuff because this is because i don't know if you remember if i don't know if you recall because i still feel horrible about oh, this don't bring that oh i'm let totally it go, Pat, no, let no, it go. no 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 <laughs> this is how this is how absolutely awesome you are um because i uh, uh this is before i was at pirate voice this, this is, is absolutely just, before you were at this pirate is just voice. before we were doing reels at pirate voice right. wasn't it yeah uh, that's something i sorry to interrupt but i thought about that downstairs in the break mm-hmm. that they're still referred to as a voice reel Voice reel, right. yeah. It's your calling yeah. card. It's like you're only... still walking around with like a quarter inch tape on a small reel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they and st- nothing's done. Like it's all done by MP3 <laughs> right. now. It's yeah. all virtual. They, they all... still, like in the, in the age of DVDs and, and YouTube clips, they still refer to like your video 
Like, oh, send me a 20 minute tape if I want to go perform in this club. You got <laughs> And I just, one day, I want to send like a VHS copy or something. Like, actually record it from YouTube and actually just film it and put it on tape. Go, there you go, sunshine. I just love beta, even. That would be better. even better. Um, so you uh, you did this. And by the way, every time I hear pirate voice, I always just think, ah. Like, I that's... know. And you know what's really sad? When you Google pirate voice, right. there are people that teach you how to do pirate voices. <laughs> right. And I, you know, when we were coming up with the name, because pirate, okay, I should explain. Pirate Toronto is a great production house here right. in Toronto. And it's one of my favorite places to work. And um, I started teaching there just over two years ago. Mm. And we were, before when we were formulating all the ideas of what we wanted to do about a year before that, we came up with all kinds of names. And, to me, like they have pirate casting, mm-hmm. pirate Toronto. I just thought pirate voice. It makes the most, it makes right. sense. Right. I never made the connection of our Billy ever been oh, to sea. Never on. made that connection. Come not once on. until I did a Google search right. when we had our website when we launched our website this year. And I thought, oh my glory! Never thought that through. Mm-hmm. Never. <laughs> and the, what day is it every year that is like talk like a pirate day? Like that's oh, a big boy. one. You're going to get Googled a lot. On the, I think it's like May 24th or something. <laughs> Official talk like really? a pirate day. Some kind of promotion then for that day. Right. You have to Google that. <laughs> and find out what day it is. Like, have like a free voice lesson right. for so, that day. So right. far, no one has emailed to ask if they can, if I can teach them how to talk like a pirate. Oh, so, really? so far, so good. But if I if I didn't if I didn't have my phone on airplane airplane mode right now, <laughs> I just because here's the thing: like when I go to audition at Pirate, I never get a gig there because as soon as I walk into the room, I just see like every improviser and commercial a guy that's ever been in a commercial in okay, the room. Okay, we have to turn this around right now. Just, no. This could be part this of the problem. Stop, yes. This could be part of the problem, my friend. Oh, no, no, no. I go, you... in, I, go, I go in selling it. Are you I going in there in to book it? Are you going in there to book it? I am. Okay. I go in. Yeah. I go, but I'll tell you this because every time I go into pirate, just because of that, I think there's a little one of me that just wants me to take the copy and just go, "Ar," you know. I just have you ever tried the new Tim Horton ham sandwich, you know, and just like do that and just because you know the girl that's in there, she just. Oh, you idiot! And I just—I would be the only one that would like it, and I would—I would not get booked. But yes, <laughs> no, I go in. I go in to sell. I—I I take the script away. I go stand in the stairwell and mark yeah. it up and yeah. do everything I should. I go. The whole notion of competition—you have to throw that out the window. Oh no, no, because because you're in there because they think you're perfect for it, exactly. and that's that's the bottom line. And like I said, maybe in your coaching session, no one else can do what you can do, and exactly. you can't do what they do. So. It's it's a lottery every time you go in, and I don't know about you, but I'm auditioning with my friends all the time, mm-hmm. and so enjoy the process. That's, oh, yeah. that's the best way to do it. Oh with no, it. it's just it's it's startling. <laughs> like when you walk into a room and go, yeah. oh my god, like, I know it's Peter like, Callahan. Oh uh, my glory, um, Paul Bates is here. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh no, I'm 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 here with a Williamson Playboy. <laughs> what am I doing? Um, that's gonna be a good tag right there, Paul Bates. Putting him in the t- in the show notes. He's there. fantastic. He is fantastic. I love the Williamson Playboys, and it's a shame that my character Titus Malcolm isn't such a rip off of those Aww. guys. Did you know that Paul writes on the hour with George Strombos? Does he? He does. Like, that's where I did know that because I he lives in my neighborhood and we ran into each other at like a kitchen table. Yeah, yeah. Where he was buying mangoes. He's a great guy. So cosmopolitan. Oh, I thought you meant someone's kitchen table in their home. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we broke in. <laughs> <laughs> We're both trying to steal the same TV set. We're both not doing really well. I did one of my most enjoyable sessions ever with Paul Bates. He's I can see that. Hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. If you ever get the chance to uh, do voice work with Paul Bates, <laughs> but if you if you folks can't put that together, go see the Williamson Playboys. It's only been the fantastic. one time, and we auditioned together. That was the beauty of it. We yeah. auditioned together, and it was magic. And I thought, oh, it's got to be him. It's got to be that. And so that was a beautiful moment when we both yeah. got there. Yes, yes, because it was just comedy gold. And you and I never, you, we hardly ever get to like we'll be in the same room together, and so we've done it once. I know, and, and it, it was, wasn't great. It, Let's not name the name of the place. No, but no, no, it wasn't no. Great. It was. I, I felt like um, I felt like we were, we were in a basement. We were overdirected. 
directed, and that was the problem. Right. We had too much direction, and we, and I wanted to say, just let us do one for us. Let right. us let us do it for us because we'll give you we'll give you gold. We yeah. really will. But you know, we're yeah. Canadian, so we don't by, do that. By that by that point <laughs> by that point, it was beaten out of us. Yeah, it was really done. Was, I love the joy you, was gone when you were when you were recording the uh, the little the little show intro for me. It was like, oh, do you want me to give eyebrow? Can I give? I love those directions. <laughs> well, that's my favorite Terry O'Reilly direction. I'll say, just give me a little more eyebrow. Yeah. Wow. Give me a little more highbrow, a little more right. highbrow, a little more. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll say, give me a little bit of, mm. give me a face. And I go, okay, right. I know what to do. I know what to do. And yeah. I love that when you have that kind of shorthand right. with the director. We had. Uh, Can you give me a sample of before and after eyebrow? Oh, yeah, let's um, do this. Sure. Okay. Yep, before eyebrow. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, here's before eyebrow. Steve, you have to barbecue the kebab before the party. All right. That's before eyebrow. Okay. Steve, you have to barbecue the... See, I've already forgotten the line. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Steve, you have to barbecue the kebab before the party. Okay. That's the eyebrow. So it's a little bit of a snark, wry, dry, sarcastic right. tone. I thought it just made your memory black out. I thought that was the... <laughs> it it was, did. Was, because it was a whole new place I was going to, and oh, I, I was just so in the I moment. I guess you were in a different house. You had a much different relationship with Steve. I did. Steve's a bit of an asshole, by the way. I don't even That's like kebabs. Take. Yeah. <laughs> Steve doesn't even know he's making kebabs. I don't know. What's Why are you taking out pudding mix? What are you doing, sir? That's wrong. No, you get that. Yeah, I got a direct. I had a, a job this morning, actually, a voice mm-hmm. job, and one direction was um, just a little more condescending towards your husband. And I thought that's a great direction. Yes. Because mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, I'm the mom in the marriage. I love that. That's a great direction. Right. right? It's just give give us something a little different. Absolutely. And just that one word, condescending. Mm-hmm. I like that. It I, worked for me. It, okay, because that's concrete. That uh, yeah. I, get, I hate it when it's like more of it less. Could you could, could you bring it up? But I still need you to pull back. My my least favorite what? is okay. Let's just do another one. Let's just yeah, do that's no yeah. feedback. Yeah. That's that's my that's for me. That's the actor's nightmare. Yeah. Right and that's there. and that's when they that's when they mute Mike, and then all you see is the guy like they whoever's the the client the, the client writer, they're going all talking ape shit, you know. And then they come back and go, "Can you uh, just go down on that last word?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Silo, yeah. perfect. We'll have a warm smile on Silo. That'd yeah. be great. <laughs> we we talked about this on the on the podcast before, but I want to I want to tell you about this one. There was like there was a script, and you know, the, like the lessons you always told me is like read the script, get the copy through, and like you know what your character is. Know the context. Like know the context. Fit, yeah. And so I read through the script, and it takes place in a Tim Hortons at four a.m. Right, so I'm thinking, That's okay, cool. what am I doing at 4 a.m. in a Tim Hortons? Usually hammered and trying to hold it together. <laughs> so that is what I brought in the first take. I'm like, I'm sitting here going, okay, Todd, think of it. It was just last week; shouldn't be that hard for you. And I'm like, uh, double, double, please. That was it. That was all I was going to say. And um, and the guy went, yeah, Todd. Um, can you smile it up a little bit? I'm like, <laughs> it's 4 a.m. I know, I know, but you can't, you can't do that. I'm like, okay, fine. You're just starting your trucking shift or something. You're just you're exactly. ready to start the day with a uh, double, well, double. That, well, that, that's, that was the other thing, right? And so, like, because uh, we had to take a lot of takes because um, I, I don't know what area of the country the, the, the girl that was playing the girl behind the counter was from, mm-hmm. but she kept flattening out bagel. Mm. We've talked about this before on the show, but I'm going to bring it to you. Anyway. You mean bagel? The bagel, right? So yeah. she was saying bagel. My sister says bagel, and it bagel. drives me nuts. Must oh. be a Chatham bagel. thing. We'll get into that later. <laughs> um, and uh, so oh, she, so Chatham. we're going through, we're going through 85 takes of this. Of was of, this a session? This was a session. Wow. Like, this is the book gig, right? So like 85 takes, and so I'm only saying double, double, please. So I got time to play. Yeah. So I'm going double, double, please, double, double, please, double, double, please. You know, like double, like take, double, please, yeah, double, exactly. double, please. Yeah. <laughs> so then I'm thinking, okay, you know what? She's acting a little bit. I'm going to act. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. And so I said, you know what? Maybe, uh, maybe I took the directions. Like, okay, why is he in? Like, I'm, I'm really overthinking the guy. I'm like, why is he in the What's Tim this Hortons? Dude's motivation. What is he doing? Why is he there? And I think, well, he's up at 4 a.m. Obviously, he's got a big day ahead. 
because he's not close enough because they said be happy and smile it up. So he's obviously he's happy. He's in the Tim Hortons. So he's either doing pulling a late shift, but he's got things on his he mind. Loves his job. He's going through. He's got okay. So I got to go out and I got to do this. Maybe he's a farmer. He's milking. You know, he just wants to slide out, get a coffee before he puts his his uh, now warmed hands on the udders while he's milking the cows there and, and shoving them under to get the eggs of the chickens there. So you and so really went there. You really thinking this guy out. I know him. I'm now. I'm. He's now a piece of me. By the yeah, way, that's, so, that's a great idea for Tim Horton's commercial. Where right. The farmer has to have like farmer, two coffees. He the two coffees. To warm his hands. And then, one from and then him and his wife, and it the warms his hands. Right. Yeah. And then, and then the last shot is the cow sh- like uh, turning to the camera and smiling mm. with this relieved mm. grin. You know. And I would be the voice of the cow. Yes. <laughs> in voice only. No, Janie Stewart would get it. Sorry, scratch okay. that. Okay. No, no, you go in a book. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's I'll right. Don't Don't her. come in with that giving it to my friends bullshit. So, so I'm thinking about this guy. I'm like, okay, so this is it. So maybe, maybe all this, I just, I go, because he's thinking about it, right? This guy's thinking about it. And so when she asked him, welcome to Tim Hortons, how can I help you? He's like, he's brought out of his thought and just goes, uh, oh, you take me by surprise right here. So just like a little stutter, <laughs> just a little stutter and go, oh, uh, double, double, please. Like that, you know, it's just kind of nice. Like, Keeping it oh, real. Double, double, please. Uh, and so like, I do that. It's like, welcome to Tim Hortons, how can I help you? Uh, double, double, please. Like, yeah. just like that. Just nice yeah. little just subtle. really thinking in the and moment. And so I was yeah. like, and I, again, I'm sitting there going, Fucking nailed that. Like, absolutely. <laughs> and then, uh, okay, so we go through, okay, sweetheart, you said bagel again. That's, Aww, you know, okay, okay, so she's dealing with that. And then she's, uh, he turns to me again, so, oh, it's so Todd. And I'm just waiting for the adulation of this. And he goes, could you cut that uh off? You're really eating into the time. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> fine. Aww. I won't act because I can't. Oh, dear. oh, but you know what? The pay's the same. <laughs> The pay is the same whether you act or not. The hardest voice jobs are the ones with the least amount of copy. I know. It, it's the, the one-liners are the hardest ones because you overthink them. The, like, the auditions yeah. are the worst. Yeah. yeah. I hate. The, I don't <laughs> mind landing the gig and just saying, double, double, please. <laughs> well, what's the shortest line that you ever auditioned or read, or read for, um, booked or auditioned, either one? It's usually, it'd be something like, love to, or yeah. sure thing. Absolutely, something something like mm-hmm. something like that, and yeah, I mean, it's the same with any kind of performing, like on camera. Uh, you know, that's a that's a classic Canadian actor role. You know, you go in, you're in a trailer, eight hours waiting for your big scene, and you say, right. "Double, double, please!" Like that's your line. Yeah. And the more time you have, of course, the the worse it gets because mm-hmm. you just overthink it, and that's why they don't want us to have the scripts ahead of time when we go in and do these jobs <laughs> because they don't want they want it to be fresh. They don't yeah. want us to think through the guy's day. They just want us to serve the spot. And sell the coffee. Well, now you tell me. Now you tell me. That's what's good about Actra, I guess, then, because I think with today's technology and stuff, you could have all of those one-liners kind of in the can. Like Like a library. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't need this person. Well, it's interesting. There's this catalog of double-double pleases. When you do animation, Darcy, you actually do like a a library of sounds that your character could possibly make over the course of the series. So Mm. it'd be something like excited laugh or sarcastic laugh Mm. or running and tripping or, you know, so that's, it's usually at the end of your first day on your first episode, you kind of go, you know, like you're... Like those those Sailor right. Moon sounds or or um, like inhale right. and all that stuff. So yeah, they could potentially do the same thing, you know. But that's just great because that means we'll become obsolete and computers right. will take over. That's super. Uh, thanks, be the for, same. thanks for sharing that idea. That's great. I think my legs are suppler. <laughs> I should wear the, the skirt. I should wear a shorter skirt. Yeah, Sailor Moon. <laughs> I um. Completely lost my train of thought there. Actually, <laughs> That's that was it. Wikipedia. I remember. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, we'll go back to Wikipedia. Um, the uh, I think the shortest one I ever had it was an audition. It was mm, butter. Mm. And by this point, 
uh, the guy had seen about 40 guys coming yeah. to the studio and he was double teaming us at this point. Oh, come on. And just put, like, cool. put us in the studio beside each if other. You shouldn't hear the other guys in butter. It's your audition. Oh, I fucking it's stole your it. butter. Oh, it's like, <laughs> note that one. Yeah. Neither of us booked it. But like, <laughs> but like by the time, and we could tell he he was just well out of the butter, room at this point. He was yeah. like, okay, yeah. two, <laughs> more, two more guys going, mm, butter. And. You know. <laughs> Those are hard. My uh, my favorite direction. Again, we talked about this one, but I, I got this at Pirate. Could you make the guy dumber? Oh, that's great. Yeah. Could yeah. you make the guy dumb? And I kept trying and trying and trying, but it wasn't dumb enough for them. They're like, mm. no, you really need to. Be. So I almost came up to, what's wrong with my wife's, you know, whatever. I don't know what it was that. Uh, but you're right. Like when you're coming in with like small lines. Yeah. It's, I, I would say that's worse. So what was it like playing woman on camera five? <laughs> Was that for Gaudi? Uh, it was Gaudi. <laughs> you know that there were only a handful of women in that film. That was one of my first TV right? credits. That's hilarious. I know that. Did you get that from IMDb? And your Wikipedia page. Oh, my god! It is fantastic. So there was Wait woman a minute, on camera Hold five. on, Todd. I think I was actually woman on camera was the official name of my character, not woman number five. Woman number five. Yes. That, I think I was the fifth and final woman in the mm-hmm. film because there were a lot of men in that film. Well, yeah. um, it was John Gotti. Yeah, it was John Gotti. Yeah. Armando Sante. He was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was that? That was, um, I remember that audition really well. I wish mm-hmm. I could remember the uh, the director, but I, I was a Second City gal at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, touring and, and they, I, I remember I had a great, I had a lot of fun at the audition because I was a little broad, as I tend to be. <laughs> I was a little broad with the character. And she was just a, a woman who was kind of crushing on John Gotti and was hanging out at the trial. Right. So it was like, I love John Gotti. <laughs> we love him. We absolutely love him. <laughs> so she was one of those I'm kind creeped of out right hysterical now. That's people. awesome. <laughs> and so that was what I did at my audition. And then, of course, I wait for eight hours in the trailer to do my three, three lines. Mm-hmm. And got to set. We did one rehearsal for camera. It was outside in front of one of the government buildings on Bay Street mm-hmm. near, um, Princess, uh, near uh, the Women's College Hospital. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the building. McDonald Block or something like that. It was sure. this big government building, and so there's press everywhere. Like the guy, camera, all the background people were camera people and reporters, and because um, they're covering the trial. And we did a rehearsal, and then he came up to me and he said, "Just throw it away. Totally throw it away." And they're like, "Oh, Gadzooks!" Because for eight hours I've been going, <laughs> "We love him. We just love him." So I had to go from that to, "Oh, we love him. The American people love him." Like, it just went from huge and broad, and right. it got bigger and bigger and bigger. Of course, mm-hmm. in the trailer, the longer because I was you're in stewing. my cubicle, you're yeah. pacing back and forth, yeah. going, oh, "So I'm excited, nail so this. excited." And uh, <laughs> and then he said, "Just throw it away, Trace. Just throw it away." And it was actually a really good lesson for me because right. because that should always be the approach. Really, is mm-hmm. be be ready to throw it out because mm-hmm. they will change their minds. And, but- and that's the beauty of being an improviser is that you just say, okay, and you accept yep. whatever's thrown Absolutely. at you. And, it's um, good that they brought in the director from MCS. Yeah, you know, if you just yawn it out, that'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Uh, so, okay, so how did that Woman compare? number five. That's yes, how did that uh, compare, though, to your great work as immigration officer number two? <laughs> <laughs> On Street Legal. Name the movie. Yes, Street that was Legal. it. You nailed See, that. See, that was my first Canadian, like, legit credit. That was, right. I remember I had... Um, those were in the days that I had caterpillar eyebrows that went down to the crease in my eye. I I'm had sorry? I had Jennifer Beals from Flashdance eyebrows. Like I are had, you serious? yeah, I had crazy. They are well cropped now. They're too cropped. But Let me ask That's you another something. story. Just yeah. Side, how do, okay. So how? It, like it, plucking brings them back, right? Like I'm I'm afraid that you're that that like when you pluck is is that gone? 
Um, I don't know Sadly, this. yes. When I did the tournament, I okay. played a really rough man-woman right. named Aurora Farkasen, mm-hmm. who, who, uh, who sponsored the team, the hockey team. And I deliberately made the horrible choice to really go sparse on the eyebrows right. because I wanted her to look really tough. And mm-hmm. I had kind of Jerry Curl, wet, yep. long hair, and mm-hmm. I wanted her to look really tough. Yes, you did. And... Um, I'm still trying to grow them back. And that was, we finished, we finished shooting that at the end of 05. <laughs> so oh they don't God. come back. Like okay. they come back underneath, but on the sides, they don't come back. Right. So often I have to extend them. Anyway, my street legal story to go back to eyebrows okay. is there's this wonderful makeup artist named Stephen Lynch. His mm-hmm. sister is a wonderful actress and director named Kate Lynch. And Stephen is a, he's just a dream of a, of a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. Actors love him. And those were in the days that I didn't know about leave-in conditioner. I have very, very curly, naturally curly hair. Right. Um, and at the time, I had very long hair. But I, there were no products that I knew of to help me with the frizz. And um, I remember that day because they had a lot of time. And the, the hair guy gave me these fabulous little sausage curls. Mm-hmm. And Stephen said to me, Tracy, do you trust me? And I said, absolutely. And he said, I'm going to do your eyebrows. And no one had ever done my eyebrows properly right. before. And they looked like a million bucks. And I was playing a really mean immigration officer, but I looked fabulous. <laughs> they always do. Like when you're, sta- when you're standing in customs, you're coming in through Pearson and you go like, oh, you know what? She looks nice or he looks well put together. This will be a breeze. I was and a just, stern. They are so I was stern. stern. And I, and I was, uh, I, again, I had very few lines, but I had a partner. I had immigration officer number, what was I, number two? Uh, number two in that yeah, one. Yeah, he was That's number right. one. He was a redhead and very friendly. I don't. I sadly don't remember his name because it was a long time ago. Right. Um, I still love watching the street legal reruns. By the mm-hmm. way, because um, you're random. <laughs> I've only in one. <laughs> um, but I, is I, that I, your favorite? But I, 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 I've never seen it in reruns. Actually. Oh no. no. But uh, but I, I loved it because I felt for such a tiny role. I just felt like I was the guest star. Mm-hmm. They just made me feel so good. Yeah. And that's, that was an early lesson that I learned in my career is that you have to make friends with the hair and makeup people because right. if, if you like them and, you're, and mm-hmm. you're, you're, you know, obviously if you have a nice rapport with them, right. they're not going to make you look bad. Even if you're playing an ugly character, they'll still make your eyebrows <laughs> oh, look yeah. really good. I, so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why you wouldn't want, like, and I'm just young and stupid and naive and this <laughs> thing, and uh, in business, not in my current age. But <laughs> I was going to say. I just, how dare you? Um, that is when you come in. Is that right? Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't like, like just treat people civilly and, well, of course. and just do that. Like you, you treat them nice people. You don't like, you don't have to hang out with them. But it's like yeah, you know, I wish I nice. could remember the Second City Chicago actor who said this. There was this wonderful anniversary book that Second City put out. Mm-hmm. When it was their twenty fifth anniversary, which I think was in the late nineties. Two CDs remember, in it or two three? CDs? Bought yes, it. got and, it. And yep. there's a wonderful American actor who said this is a business about getting along well with others, mm-hmm. and it's so true because yep. it always makes me crazy when when people don't treat people with respect on film sets or crews. I mean. We have amazing crews here in Canada, yes. the best. And half but my when buddies I, work on crews. What's that? Half my buddies work on crews. Oh, I'll see them like salt uh, to the earth. I'll people. see them hanging from like lighting grids at a concert. And they're like, "Hey, Todd!" I'm like, "Will you please? You're fifty feet above the ground. Yeah. Just wave later. You know. Yeah. But it's yeah. For me, the hardest thing about being an actor in this country is when you do work with American stars and mm-hmm. they treat the crew like crap and they treat the hair and makeup people like they're. Dirt and it just makes me nuts. It makes it. It's like, hello, yeah. this is Canada. We yeah. don't do that here. Yeah. You know, we just don't. And I, I won't name names, but we in can't Montreal, all be as nice as Christian Bale. <laughs> we can't have that. It just makes me. It just makes me nuts because right. you know, it's a part-time profession for everyone. It mm-hmm. really is. And my feeling is, when you're doing it, or whether you're auditioning or actually booking it, right? It's about getting along well with mm-hmm. others. It really is. And it's, I don't know. 
By the way, I wasn't trying to derail things by asking about eyebrow plucking because I'm starting to get to the stage right now where I'm starting. I was looking the other day and I came out of the shower and I guess I just rubbed them the wrong way. And I was looking like that old fat guy from the Hudsucker Proxy who cried at the day. I can't believe he's gone. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. Sure, sure. You know, like this, that's, that's my best Paul Newman. How'd you like that? So now I'm so trying to figure was. out what I'm going to do with these. And I'll just talk to my friend who cuts my hair. And you know what? Do something There's cool. a great, do you know where um, Montana's is? The casting place? Uh, uh, not the restaurant, but the casting place at Dundas and Logan. at the restaurant? No. There's yeah. <laughs> Because I could go for an audition in a steak right now. There's, <laughs> there's a casting Wednesday. place called Montana's, and it's at Logan and Dundas. And right across the street, there's an eyebrow place. They okay. specialize in eyebrows. I've, I've not gone in because I have my own eyebrow guy. Even guys? Um, they'll just do a little trimming for you. Okay. Don't let them do too much. Right. I wish I'd never touched mine. I wish I'd left them alone after Stephen Lynch did them because they right. looked fabulous, and they, they never have looked the same again. So. Every time you say Stephen Lynch, I'm thinking David Lynch. I know. Yeah. And I'm just thinking... Okay, have you seen on YouTube the David Lynch uh, film trailer? It's um, the movie uh, Dirty Dancing, but they've made it into a David Lynch film. Oh, <laughs> are you serious? Brilliant. Show notes. Right, that one Brilliant. Oh, David Lynch. Brilliant. That, um, it's hilarious. <laughs> no spoilers. It's so no funny. Spo- There's another one, dancing. too. I just got the... Uh, yeah, there's a couple that are okay. really, really well so done. So we'll just YouTube that. People are YouTubing <laughs> it right now, as a matter of fact. Okay, so I, I, I bagged on you for having like these little bit parts. But, you know, as we I'm all very know, proud of as them. we all know, there's no bit parts. Um, but you got, to play Harper, you got to play Harper Lee. I got to play Harper and I, Lee. And as I was reading this on your Wikipedia page, by the way, hello, Chatham, I forgot to say. Um, hello, what's that like? What, what was it? Because I, I didn't know the project that it was in, but it's like, you played Harper Lee, like yeah. To Kill a Mockingbird, Harper Lee. Yeah. Did I get that right? Yes. Yes, so it, it was a it was a made for TV movie for I believe Lifetime, which is a women's network mm-hmm. in the states. Michelle Lee, who used to be on Knots Landing, was the star. Bruce McDonald was the director, which was really cool because he ended up directing on the tournament. Awesome! So that was really cool. For that me. is why I love that movie, by the way, or that that show. Oh we'll man, get into that he's in a fantastic. We'll get into that for My second, best ad libs on that show were with Bruce when he was behind the camera. Yeah. He he's fantastic. Right. Anyway, uh, what was cool about that was. Um, uh, to Kill a Mockingbird, I love love the book, obviously, mm-hmm. and uh, I've only played I think two real people in my career, and mm-hmm. and one was a. There's nothing wrong with <laughs> woman on camera five, <laughs> but there's something pretty cool about you know when you're yeah, playing an actual like a character, person, right. and th- it was just one scene, and Michelle Lee, uh, it was the Jacqueline Suzanne story, so mm-hmm. it was a pretty cheesy made for TV movie. She wrote Valley of the Dolls, which is about women who pop pills and drink mm-hmm. too much at lunch, mm-hmm. ladies who lunch kind of thing, and it was very campy and really fun. And uh, the scene that I was in, uh, her character, Jacqueline Suzanne, was trying to get a book deal for her uh, to write a book about her poodle. To, uh, you know, she was kind nice. of slumming and, mm, <laughs> before she wrote Valley of the okay. Dolls. And uh, so the scene was with her literary agent. And this actress happened to be in the original Valley of the Dolls. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, Barbara Perkins, her name is. And so the scene is Barbara Perkins, myself, and Michelle Lee, which was pretty cool. Right. And I came in to offer tea to the lady. I had a little southern accent. Would, would you like some tea? And... Jacqueline Suzanne assumed that I was her girl, right? Mm-hmm. But but didn't realize I was Harper Lee. So <laughs> so she's kind of dissing me, and so, and, and she goes, I, you know, I think she says something like, "I just saw it in reruns, actually. The, oh, this film was just on recently on the Women's Network, and I just happened to turn it on, and there was my oh, scene. Wow. So I was like, woohoo! So um, I think I go out to get the tea, and Michelle Lee, as Jacqueline Suzanne says, I think your girl could use a hand, and she goes, "That's not my girl. That's Harper Lee." Harper Lee? Harper Lee who wrote To Kill a Mockingbird? Just like you just said. (laughs) And then I come back in and I say, I'm sorry, I couldn't find that sugar. And and then she just has this moment of, you know, status dropping, usually. Mm -hmm. So it's a teeny little scene, but boy, was it fun to do. That's awesome. And, you know, it was period. It was like, you know, cool costumes and Mm -hmm. really funny beehive hairdo. Right. 
I didn't really try. I don't look anything like Harper Lee, but it was really fun. To- I, okay, so as, as, as I said that, I was trying to think of uh, what the movie was. It was uh, the Truman Capote movie. And they had what's her head playing oh, uh, oh, Harper Lee. Who's yes. the, who is it? Darcy Helton. Oh, that out. wonderful yeah, indie no. actress. Lo- that looks like something that Kari would drag you to. Come on, no, oh, it's going to drive me crazy. She's a wonderful actress. She's a fantastic actress. Uh, uh, um, was she the? Same, I think she was the same one that was in Living in Oblivion. Um, she was uh, in, in. She was in Friends with Money with Jennifer yeah, Aniston yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. Frances McDormand. She's got a very uh, uh, Catherine Keener. That's it. She's fantastic. Yes. Okay. Oh, so yeah. as as I she look played at her, her. Yeah, yes. she was wonderful. So she played her. Don't diss your work. Because um, as as I as very I different her, projects. I've never very seen. Different. I've never seen pictures of Harper Lee, but I but when She's I saw adorable. her when I saw her and I and I saw that you had done that, I was like, yeah. okay, so now I'm getting a picture of how I can see her. And if you looked way off. Like let's say they didn't get um, get her to play her, and I had never seen Harper Lee before, and they yeah. got like another. Let's say they got I don't know uh, Queen Latifah, then, then I would know there's a, probably a casting disconnect. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's like I could saw that. I was like, okay, I can totally yeah. see that. Was that the trivia on the Wikipedia page, by the way, that I played Harper Lee? And was that was that no? That's that's just thing? in your credits. Oh, that's, that's in your credits. By the hilarious. way, speaking of your credits, we're going to get back to the tournament. <laughs> are we moving up hell or high water? Yes, <laughs> yes, we are. Let's get we're going to get the present day. We're going to get my favorite thing because you were on. What was I can't read my own. Oh, you're you were Care Bear. I was. You were a Care Bear. I, I was a Care Bear in a film. The, the Love Me Bear? Was that it? I was Me Bear, the me selfish, bear. narcissistic bear. And it was really fun to play. Um, I don't see you doing that. <laughs> that is not typecasting. Hey, I got an idea. Why don't we put a link to the Wikipedia page and the IMDb page? And, and not talk about and it? And not talk about every <laughs> entry. I got, I got things that I want to bring up. And we're by the way, it's got... a hard break here. No one's ever asking these questions. I'm having, I'm just. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> I she, did play she's a en- She's enjoying it, Darcy. Why don't you just have how your selfish actors, little beer over there? How many actors do you know who don't love talking about their own credits? Like, it's very rare we get to talk about our work. So yeah. this is awfully fun for me. Now, going back to woman on camera five. Um, no, so, okay, so, uh, so you were a Care Bear. Care Bear. The me bear, the narcissistic bear. Yes. Hilariously fun to do. Really fun. And um, it was one of those straight to video movies right. for kids. Okay. Preschool. Really cute, and mm-hmm. it was like 3D animation, and not 3D, but it, it kind of right. looked 3D. Um, and uh, do you want a little snippet of her? Yeah, uh, okay. do that, do that. Um, well, Dance what was really cool was every time she came out, she always, she was holding a mirror. She always mm-hmm. had a mirror. I think she was kind of purple, and she held always looking at herself in the mirror. And whenever she came out, you'd hear me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. Oh <laughs> like my, my background music, and I would, and I heard the typical line would be. It's all about me. Me, me, me. <laughs> so the voice is way up in my nose. That in is my head, awesome. And it was really fun. Me. It's all about me. Me, me, me. me. Darcy, why don't you try me? <laughs> Come on. Me. There you go. That was not nose at all. He wouldn't, he wouldn't do it unless it was on the Wii. It would have the Wii me. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was by fun. the way, speaking, speaking of your Wikipedia page and work you've done, you might want to get them to fix the link they have to MVP. I am in that. Yes, I am in it. it's but, only one episode. Okay, so I didn't because all it says is you are on MVP. Secret and Wives of Hockey on, Lives. Uh, well, Secret Lives of Hockey Wives. Of Hockey I mean, Wives. Yes. Which I did not know that was. I thought I was sitting there going, "Wow, she was in Most Valuable Primate." <laughs> <laughs> That's just, so. You're That's in a monkey awesome. movie. That no, uh, did no you meet animal, the chimp? <laughs> no animal movies as yet. But you know, my career is touch young. wood, <laughs> touch wood. Um, well, like when you click on that link, it actually takes you to a Wikipedia description of what the Most Valuable Player is. That's hilarious. So you know that. That's a broken link, nerds. Yeah. So all know. you anime people listening right now, 
I clearly the guy was in the back of the, the room. Wikipedia page. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I got to talk tournament, and the reason I got to do okay. this is because, first of all, I thought it was a fantastic show. Thank I could. You. It's, it was like everything. I am not trying to milk you now. <laughs> oh, I just I I love that show. I was never home enough to watch it. I was. Mm. I, I'm waiting for it on DVD. It is it's, on DVD. I'm buying it. You can I'm find it at, online. I'm, I'm it's going out next week. Okay. Um, the whole thing with bonus features. It's special features okay. that are really funny. So this is how dumb I am. <laughs> I loved your character. Yeah. And this is when the tournament came out uh and then we did all this voice work stuff and you never made the connection? i never put the two together <gasps> i never the... put the two together until you mentioned it and then it was like oh my fucking god it is her <laughs> and i just felt like a complete schmuck that about is the that best compliment thing. you could have paid so me. that's really was, cool what was that like like i gotta like i gotta go so because i'm just picturing all this japery around like like just you guys like going okay now we're just gonna do a scene and a lot of improvising and mm. that's what i picture and i just can't imagine that wasn't a fun thing to do it was it, you know what i waited for that project for a long time it was one of those rare things where i i read the pilot episode and my whole body was tingling and i said here it is here's my thing this is the right script at the time <laughs> at the time i was up for about four different series including um including Corner Gas, right? including Brent, uh, 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 Sean Cullen's show for CBC, wow. including A Guy and a Girl, which my friend Kate Ashby co-starred in mm-hmm. for the Women's Network. I was up for all these shows around the same time, and when I got that script, like this, you never, in Canada, you never have that many shows no. are up for at once. Like, well, it was you're just good. This, it was a magical moment in my career. <laughs> thought, let's, okay. let's, let's call a spade a spade. And you I, work well. <laughs> thank okay? you. And I was, it was, I... I really believe that things are all about the timing. Mm-hmm. But when I read that pilot, I thought, oh, I know who she is. I know what to do. I know mm-hmm. what to do with her. And she's mine. And I have to have her. And so I, I treated it like I already booked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I made really big choices. And what was great about that show was that the writing was so brilliant. Mm-hmm. And um, we, the only time we ad-libbed, really, was when we did the one-on-one right. uh, monologues to camera. Right. Which was a dream because, of course, the characters were so well defined, and the the relationships with the other actors were so mm-hmm. amazing. It was so there was just a, a great vibe on that show. Yeah. So yeah, there. I when I memorized those scripts when I was you know learning them the night before the shoot, and mm-hmm. I I just it was so hard not to laugh when I was learning them. Like I've never had that experience before where I was thinking, okay, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do it? How am I going to say that to Hal, my husband? Without peeing. I, I, right. How will I do that? So I was having trouble at moments. Did you have Carol, that? An adult no, diaper of some no, sort? No, but I took a lot of bathroom breaks. <laughs> As I always do. <laughs> so when, when you said you knew her character. I just, oh, yeah. yeah she was three people that right. I knew, that right. I combined. I, that's what I do with my character work. Mm-hmm. I, when, even when I read a commercial script, they usually make me think of someone that I know or a combination of a few people. So she actually reminded me of a former stage manager, mm-hmm. a cousin of my mother's, mm-hmm. and... A, a peer of mine right. and I took and actually four my brother my, my only brother Gary uh, my younger brother who um, who from the age of about three had a really deep voice right. and had a slight lisp yeah. and I knew that was the voice as soon as I read the script <laughs> so I channeled his voice right. and these other women's qualities and physicality mm-hmm. and it was Honestly, the most enjoyable audition of my career. It was just a dream because the producers were there. Marty mm-hmm. Putz and oh, and Howard nice. Buzzgang were there, and it was just magical. And the casting director, Diane Kerbel, was my was one of my first agents, mm-hmm. so that was really cool too. That she was involved in casting that first now, company. Did they film that in Chatham? Is that what helped you? <laughs> no, we filmed it in Montreal. Which uh, that was, was from Montreal. Great fun. Okay, because yeah. I when I was watching, it just seemed like very suburban, like 
rurally suburban. It's like I was anywhere like, in Canada. It is. So it's hockey rink anywhere in Canada. I yeah. felt very Gananoque as I watched yes. it. Yes. Uh, you know, maybe a little bit of Kingston. You know, I was waiting for Don Cherry to show up at some point. Hey, don't like these kids. You know, whatever. Um, but, okay, so I've been making Suburban Montreal. Suburban Wait, Montreal. All on location. Everything was shot on location. A, a, few, a real funeral home. Right. Um, hotel, like the skankiest hotel I've ever seen in my life. Um, we, yeah. It was nuts. And we were, most of our calls were at 3 in the morning, 3.30. It was it was one of the hardest shoots I've ever done, but so yeah. much fun. And we only did ten episodes, but it was. I, I, when we finished, I yeah. thought, I, this if this was it, I'd be happy. Yeah. If this was my only series TV left, I feel complete because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so satisfying. The, it was so the fun. dynamic of those because you know every single guy that's out there like this it was very caricature but it was anchored in character it's like Mm -hmm. what the American office has grown to become Hmm. where there's still you still have the straight people of like uh, Pam and um uh, and Jim, yes, who look to the camera and break the fourth wall and go, mm-hmm. I don't believe this either. Yeah. Whereas the tournament doesn't necessarily have that, but the characters are so well defined, you actually, you get it. Well, the like actress um, who played Barry McConnell, the main character's mm-hmm. wife, um, Paula Boudreaux, she played uh, Janice McConnell, right. and she was, I think, the most straight character mm-hmm. in the, in the whole show, and she was. She had so much heart. By the end of the series, you just your heart was breaking for her because mm-hmm. she she really loved this guy. Like even though he was the ultimate. I like to call him the stage parent, but the hockey parent, like just mm-hmm. that horrible wanting the, you know, the kid to fulfill his own dreams. And she, she just played it so straight. She played it like it was drama mm-hmm. and it worked so effectively. Right. Like I was probably the biggest buffoon, you know, yes, cartoon character were. in the series, in the show. No question. Um, but there's, but there's some nice subtlety too. Like with the, um, uh, with the, it was, was he a doctor? The, the one that was pushing Dr. Singh that was pushing his kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just Kumar, like, his son Kumar. I like the fact they played him as a gynecologist and didn't go for the gutter humor on that yeah, one. Yeah, I like that. They played him seriously, too. and I yeah. thought that was. Because as soon as you hear, oh, it's a gunner, like it's the worst offer you can get on yeah, like a drunken Saturday night. We got okay, it every we got night a scene, at Second give City. Give me a profession. Yeah. Gotta go. Oh, for, <laughs> yeah, okay. we got it every night. I toured for nine months with Second City, and almost every night we got it. And if you didn't get that one, what did you get? Starts with a B. Uh, proctologist, actually. <laughs> oh, I was proctologist. Going for that, yeah. Right? Boctologist? Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were going to say bedroom. I was going to say location. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. It was always proctologist or, or gynecologist. Yeah, that was the yeah. two. And, um, Hysterical. <laughs> unless, unless you're in, like, you know, uh, some really small town where they don't even know those names. You just I go, know. bum doctor. <laughs> okay. Um, guess what? We're out of time. Uh, well, not quite. We, ha- we got some. Oh. You know what time it is? Oh, did I, I miss the talk? When I get in beer when you talk about Bob and Doug? Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> I yeah, can't believe we, we didn't talk about that. Promote okay, that was me trying to get you Pull to move back. down the list and get <laughs> that to was, meet. No, because we, we got into the tournament, which is my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, we missed, was your favorite that thing. That was my favorite thing. It's my goddamn show. It's going to be my favorite I thing. I didn't see it, so. Um, how was working on Bob and Doug, by the way? It was a lot of quickly, fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. It's uh, it, it was an ensemble record, which mm-hmm. was which is very rare. So it's done recording now. It's in the can? Oh yeah, it's okay. airing now on Global on Sunday nights. It's it's been airing for about six weeks now, I think. Uh-huh. And um, I think we only did about thirteen episodes, but uh, some amazing Toronto performers involved: Ron Pardo, Stacey DePass, mm-hmm. Patrick McKenna. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my goodness, Ho Chow, who's this wonderful actor who I did one of my first commercials with years right. ago on camera, and uh, Jane Eastwood plays Bob and Doug's mother. Right. Um, <laughs> just a really great ensemble, and then. In L.A., Dave Thomas would perform with Dave Coulier, mm-hmm. who's voicing Bob McKenzie right. quite brilliantly, I must say. As, um, we're, as we were driving in here today, I was like, you know, do you know how, why she got that gig? Why? Is this because the Atlantis Morissette would not show up on set? 
<laughs> and, he's, and Darcy's like, I don't understand why that was because Jag Little Pill, that's, that's him. him. And he's like, what? Hard not to think about it. It's it like, hard not to think about that I, when we were recording. It was it was like it was like I told you that that uh, Kurt Cobain shot himself. What? Like, <laughs> when did that happen? That's yeah, it. yeah. I, it's hard not to think about him right. when I hear that song. <laughs> Still, and the and the reason I thought I, I thought of you. This just again shows how ignorant I am of how things are done. I thought you just kept recording like this. I didn't realize the season would be all done, and they, oh, I no, thought you'd record, still be doing it. No, they record, the entire well, season. Well, it's interesting because yeah, with that one we recorded all the voice first, and then they create the art. Mm-hmm. Um, most that's how it works with animation. But right now I'm I'm uh, doing a preschool cartoon for PBS uh, in Britain and Canada and the U.S. It's a right. co-production, and we're doing 65, but we're doing them over a year and a half. So right. you know the artwork takes a long time. Right. So yeah, we're they're spacing it out and probably just doing it in chunks. Like um, I'm assuming they'll probably do like 13 at a time and um, get that many in the. But right. they are, they have committed to 65, which okay. is great. So yeah. so you will in that case be rolling. Rolling on top of it, so like you'll be you'll be recording. Oh yeah, some we'll stuff be recording while stuff is airing. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. See, that's what I thought. Yeah. I, didn't yeah, I didn't realize that the run was so short or whatever. How they do yeah. it again? New depends on how many episodes. Too. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, so, uh, so did you actually when when you were uh, in studio recording your stuff? Did you actually get to hang out with those guys, or did you like was was everyone sort of like in distant studios or how? Oh, how did when that we did out? Bob and Doug. Yeah, when we you were all in the Doug. same studio. Oh, okay. It, it was like an old radio play kind of scenario oh, wow. where we all we could all see each other. It's so rare that actors are all available at the same time. Right. Um, in the past, I've had maybe two or three or four people, at, but sometimes we had several or eight people and right. it was really fun and um, just I was just telling a friend today at lunch just being able to watch Jane Eastwood uh, the faces she makes when she's recording like and I'm trying to stay focused on my script but I, it's Jane Eastwood <laughs> right. I've adored her for my whole yeah. life you yeah. know so and then Stacey DePass who plays Peggy who runs the skating bowl and she she <laughs> has a, a slight speech impediment and these big teeth and I had to watch her I mean right. I had when there was a big Peggy section I would just sit back and watch right. the show because she's so brilliant Ron Pardo, who's one of the best um, mimics of anyone I've ever worked right. with. He used to do History Bites. Yep. He's a really great impressionist yeah. and comic. Um, he plays Rupert the Mountie. He plays my boyfriend. And I play nice. Mary Beth Henderson, the local news reporter. So mm-hmm. it was really fun to, to be able to watch. Do we get to hear Mary Beth? Want to do some Mary Beth? <clears throat> sure. Um, this was... Uh, okay, I won't say anything. I'll just say... Okay. It cools our drinks, supports our skates, it's ice. And it was an ice festival she was that promoting. That is fantastic. I can't remember the third thing. Comedy's in threes, and of course I can't remember the third thing. But I love it supports our skates. And when you so put much. vanilla in front of it, it's a horrible <laughs> rapper. I'm talking ice. Yeah. She has, ice baby. She kind of wants to be the CNN reporter, but she's in a very small border town market. Right. Little town called Maple Lake. Mm-hmm. And she's a little bitter about it, so... I want to do a real story. Right. You know, a, a real story. It's kind of a, she's very melodramatic. Mm-hmm. Really fun to do. It sounds very much uh, like Sarah Jessica Parker in, not Sarah Jessica Parker, who am I thinking of? Hudsucker Proxy. Plays Mae West. Uh, oh, man. Jennifer Jason Lee. Oh, really? I knew it was one of those, yeah, it's one of those, you know, career guys. Yeah, a little. That's not good. No, 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 no. 40s, 1940s, you know, yeah. like film noir. Yeah, yeah. got a face that <laughs> only a mother would love on Sundays. You know. But my inspiration for Mary Beth was really. Uh, <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Uh, I just hope there's a time when that you have to actually pull that. Like, just like <laughs> I'm pulling it tonight on stage. <laughs> Scott Harris isn't going to know who's bringing him up. <laughs> you got to, you got to let Sandy know you do that. It's a great special skill. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> I'm going to fire that at the bottom of my resume. That's it. <laughs> no, but I, the only reason I played Mary Beth like that was because I've I've always wanted to be a CBC News anchor. Right. Like, Tracy Hoy, CBC News, Chatham. <laughs> 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 See what I did there? Yes, you did. That was a lovely, nice callback. Yeah. That was very yeah, nice. I was born in Chatham. So, but, yeah. Okay. 
last story because we got okay. we got to get we you out of here. And I I got a show to host. Show Who to are we do. kidding? Um, Sandy calls me up one day and says, "I got you this audition," and I'm like, "It's for animation." I'm like, "Fantastic! Yay. I've never this will be the first one ever done." And he's like, "Yeah, you play like a space alien sports commentator," <laughs> and I went. Okay, and she's like, uh, is, is, this, "Is this guy Bob Eaker? E- is that Bob Euchre?" And she's like, "Yeah, do you know him?" Is like, "Major League, Major League Two. It's Bob. Like I'm, I'm like I'm just like that. I'm like, you got me a Bob Euchre." She's like, "Well, yeah, I just, oh, I thank you." So like, she didn't just, know the reference. She you... did not know the reference, and so like I'm just. I like, don't know the reference. Who's Bob Euchre? Is he a character from the from? Oh my god, he is the guy who sits up in Major League. Uh, lovely Charlie Sheen vehicle. Okay, by the way, yes. Uh, and uh, who's you know the line? Talk? You know the line. Just a bit Just outside. Just a bit outside. Oh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Here comes a wild thing coming up to the plate. He's batting 312 in the California Penal League. Um, <laughs> and, uh, tonight's sponsor is... Uh, I can't find it. The hell with it. You know, like he just he gets progressively drunker and drunker yes. as the as the, uh, the game, goes uh, game goes on. Great. And she, oh, fantastic! And she she got me that. And I was just like, what? so I went out. I didn't have copies of them because I just rented them as I, I bought Major Leagues one oh, and two. That's Watched them that night and was just like, you know, welcome back, Tribe fans. This is, and like just doing that over and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, fine. And I'm nailing it, nailing it. It's like yes, and I got, didn't get it. But oh, but, but now, now you I can got, do that. But now I got two copies of a movie I really enjoy <laughs> so the audition was not wasted it was not i actually i now have a movie that has wesley snipes in it sweet you always ever house knees one we do okay um and by the way i would have loved to have been in the same studio as dave thomas well we weren't in the same Love. studio he was phone patched from, from oh, okay. la and same so. thing with coulier Yes. Oh, uh, you're missing yes. nothing. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. I was, I, to be honest, I was so happy to be with my friends from Toronto. It was, Absolutely. it was great. It, it was less intimidating. It mm-hmm. was, it was like being with old friends. Do you know when that runs? Because I am never home. Well, when I'm, here's the when cool thing. Here's my plug. The cool thing is they, they've been changing the time on Sunday nights. It was seven thirty. Now it's eight thirty. Right. It's, it's up. It, they, they run it with Family Guy and Simpsons. But the great thing about it is they're showing the entire episodes on the Global TV site. So there's oh, a Bob and Doug page oh, on the site. Okay. And you can actually watch my favorite episode, episode seven. Bob and Doug go on strike. There's my plug. Nice. That's my big Mary Link Beth. Link in the show notes. That's my I big am Mary Beth totally episode. That to the show notes, yeah. And. Um, it's uh, it's there's some really great work on the show. The writing's really fun, and um, it's very random comedy. Sometimes, very, like the, our kids will be watching, going, they don't get it, but we're howling. Right. Um, <laughs> so there's something for everyone. It's Fantastic. pretty funny. It's pretty twisted. So I guess uh, it sounds like Global's doing the same thing CBC does to you know make a show popular. Right. Continually change the time. It's yeah, oh, absolutely. The time. The, so you can never find it. But it's great to I'm have amazed Hockey Night in Canada isn't on like Tuesday <laughs> at four in the afternoon. It's Edmonton and Calgary coming up. I like it because now I can lift some, some of my clips from my animation reel. Absolutely. That's what I love about yeah. it. Absolutely. It's like, thank you, Global. Thank you. How many times do you ask them to send you the clip and they never send it? Uh, not a whole lot, but yeah. I've been waiting on a couple right. recently that I'm, that I'm anxious to get. I've gotten one. I always ask on the day we record. Right. And... and uh, you know, okay, it's, it's, if it's commercial, okay, as soon as it airs, we can right. release it. You just need a friendly email right. reminder sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, the sooner you get it, the better. Yeah, the I know. I, I'm totally lost. There's no way I'm going to get it. And the one that I have is like this whole 30 second commercial, and my entire contribution of it is something smells good. 
That's it. So it's you know. a something smells good guy. Yeah. <laughs> that was the thing. There was there was this huge delay at the double double please commercial, right? Yeah. Huge delay. Like we're just sitting there and they're arguing with the client. They you know they're trying to trying to piece it together and piece mm. it together and they come out and say we're sorry we got to keep it. We're two hours over time mm. now. Wow. Right. Like we're sitting. We've been sitting in this thing for two. And I got to get the hell out of Dodge. I got a show to go do in Ottawa mm. that night. Oh so my I'm like, gosh. Uh, ticky tick tick. So uh, <laughs> so uh, it, it, we're hitting like the one thirty mark and I'm starting to get antsy mm. by two o'clock um they turn to me and go uh, they t- they turn to us and go we may need to re-record some parts because the client <laughs> oh. is and i'm like oh you gotta be kidding me so this is i'm like double line yeah. this is my double double line so like she's she comes in and is like got the checklist in front of her and is like okay uh you were a woman right okay uh woman you're good you can go uh and she's going around there just picking off people got announcer yeah crowd noise yeah she turns to me and she blank she has no idea who i am she has no idea what i'm doing there and i just go i'm double double guy oh you're good you're fine go go get out of here that's a sign just like yes i agree act reform boom yeah out of here um gonna hit in the one hour 30 yeah i know shut it We're talking Darcy's here. We're having a conversation. You went and bought beer. Darcy's here. By the way, thank you very much. Uh, another incidental sponsor, not just brought to you by Sandy Sloan at Fusion Artist. Peace, <laughs> pale ale. All right. Uh, what time is it? It's the Simpsons question of the week. Motherfucker. I'm well aware he doesn't say the time. I fucked up. Okay. Yes, oh, okay. it's the Simpsons question of the week. Okay. So here we go. Pardon? Pardon? <laughs> it's coming at you. Test oh, the end. you've thrown me. Oh, I don't know what's someone happening. doesn't make it to the end of the podcast. Like, oh yeah, I listen. I listen to a few of them. That's uh huh. Uh-huh. I haven't watched it for a long Co- time. Well, you don't watch a podcast. That's it. <laughs> All you're gonna see is I'm the, the, the Simpsons. Simpsons. Oh, the Simpsons. <laughs> well, this is good because I picked a. I picked an old one. Okay. Because I knew you were coming in, and I wanted you to 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 do this. And okay, and this kind of relates to what we were talking about, very very tangentially. But anyway, in the episode. Uh, Round Springfield, which is episode 2F32, so it is an old one. Uh, what does the tattoo on Homer's arm say? And I'm not, I'm, I'm, it's multiple choice. Don't worry. Don't, oh, okay. I think I might know. You look like you're going to chew your face no, off. No, I think I might know. Okay, so uh, is it A, where's the beef? <laughs> B, 100% male? Or C, Starland Vocal Band? What's the name of the episode? Uh, Round Springfield, episode 2F32. What's the tattoo on Homer's arm say? Where's the beef? 100% male. Starland vocal band. You have 33 and a third percent of getting this right. I, I just like where's the beef, so I'm hoping where's, it's the, where's beef? the beef. That's a great line. And as a commercial actor, you should know that, Darcy. <laughs> this is tough because I think all those things have been mentioned in episodes before. Yes, absolutely. Right? Um... I'm surprised no fat chicks didn't make that. I should have snuck that one in. Or D, no fat chicks. Uh, um, Are you trying to guess too, Darcy? So you don't know? Oh, yeah. No, oh, I don't okay. know. Wow, you do listen a lot. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I've never listened to the ending. Just the beginning and the middle. Well, I haven't seen the tournament. So <laughs> the end really drags on, actually. Um, where's the beef, I guess? Where's the beef? So you, again, you're going with the guest? Yeah. Going with the guest? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, kids. It's Starland Vocal Band. <laughs> it's really? him. I, yeah, I cannot remember the context, but I just remember him looking at his arm, going, "Starlight, but they suck." You know, it's just that's it. So, I just I, we had talked about the Simpsons. We had done so yeah, much. I need a drop for that. Aww. That's I tried. Starlight, we tried. Um, that's it. We got a hard, but you got you got three you got three kids to go home to. Yeah, not tonight. Oh, not tonight. Every other we have them every other week. Oh, for a okay. week. We have them half the time, and this All is right. grown up week. This is grown up awesome. week. So we get to watch the uh, HBO Canada tonight. Ah, girl, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which I'm loving. We just got digital cable. Oh my goodness. Nice. What's it like not watching Pixar for you? Is that new? Is that <laughs> is that all new? Um, thank you so much for coming. 
Because most kids watch Pixar movies. Don't give me the Oh, yeah, we, we saw Up. That it's is, fantastic. It, you know it's what? Fan- I thought it was okay. Oh, my gosh. I loved it. I, I it cried was, five times. I, okay, so as I've been describing it, the guys at Pixar, that's when they found... Will you stop? You're, what, what, <laughs> Darcy really wants us to He go. does want us to end. I just... Uh, okay, last thing I'll say about it. Um, it. It just struck me as the movie where the Pixar guys finally found the weed stash. It was just, you know, everything up to that point. Cars talking. Okay, I can believe that. Well, whatever. But then up is like balloons on a house and a Cub Scout f- trapped on the port. Yeah, okay. All right. I loved it. They enjoyed the they enjoyed the wacky tobacco. You know, my favorite moment from the whole movie? Mm-hmm. Well, the montage of their marriage at the beginning. I was yes. a wreck. I was a puddle. It oh, was my God. That's horrible. Beautiful. Yeah. I the try- image of Holly Hunter as as the wife sitting yeah. there with her book, happily basking in the sun in her chair. I, yeah. I just lost it. Yeah. And I'd never seen a 3D movie before. It was very exciting for me. Yeah. It was a big moment. It was, it, and all the trailers were 3D as well. Yeah. That threw me out. Cool. I'm like, is the, is the movie going? No. Okay, fine. <laughs> all right. Um, thank you, folks, for listening. Uh, the song that's going to take us out tonight is uh, In the Studio. Is a little track from the Podsafe Music Network by No Talent Nessery. <laughs> N-E-S-S apostrophe A-R-Y Nice little uh, hip-hop troupe That's coming out uh, What is your web presence Other than your Wikipedia page That is centered oh, out of Chatham? Uh, www.piratevoice.com And we will not teach you How to do pirate voices Unless you want to do that Unless you ask We will take your money Not that there's anything wrong with that That is my next email As soon as I get home Folks, thank you for listening You can send us feedback On 206-202-8065 You can email us at feedback At haystva.com uh, come to the website and uh, leave us some comments on the blog post for this episode. Go into iTunes and say how much you loved Tracy Hoyt and, and, and really uh, didn't enjoy uh, Darcy's uh, arrogance. Um, Don't forget your Twitter. Am I? Tw- oh, yeah, my Twitter. I'm going to have to add that to the sheet now. Yes, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's uh, at the at sign. Hey, it's TVA. Beautiful. And Darcy's is D-Finder. Um, and as well, July 9th, don't forget, Marketing Your Calendars, live uh, podcast, two-year anniversary. Don't even know what number it's going to be. Probably 47, 147. That's my guess. Good guess. Is it 147? I have no idea. I don't know either. All right. <laughs> it'll be some integer. Uh, Tracy Hoyt, thank you so much for coming down. My pleasure. We will have you back again. Darcy, as always, a pleasure. Thanks for hanging in, folks. And thank you for bringing me in my beer. Uh, I'm going to do, give me a voice. Give me a voice accent or something like that. I got to do. Just uh, throw something oh, at me. Oh, that you have to do? That I have to do. I'm oh, going to um, go out on a voice. <laughs> um, I would like your best Patty or Selma. Patty or Selma. Okay. And this is going to totally kill my throat, ladies and gentlemen. This is Tav and Al saying, mm, toodles. That was horrible. <laughs> we coming off the streets of D-Wood, hitting charts like no white rapper could. We's about to hit another lane, this down good. We staying around, that's understood. Got a $100 mic, keep it under locks. Recording in a room like a cardboard box. Big B making beats, knocking off your socks. Double G, writing lyrics like a fox. Turning out songs with a war like a pace. Busting our album with just the bass. Heads bomb so much you need a neck brace. Gotta fill up our trophy case. Got no grudge, we having some fun. Our plans are set for the long run. Hope by the time we call it done. No town to have a few up to number one. We in the studio. Stump it up in your car, the dance club, the nudie bar. Hit you so big, it'll leave a scar.
fitness pro. Picking up steam like a runaway train. Growing up fast like a great Dane. Nothing to lose and the world to gain. How far we go, we can't ascertain. Wheels got moving with a simple line. Big booty, big booty, oh yeah, that's fine. Couple more hits to the rap shrine. I expect we standing on a gold mine. Coming out strong on a debut. We cooking up a really fine rapping stew. Time to sit back and let it all accrue. Two clowns on mic and a big canoe. We in the studio. Studio.